You're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is Carly Mast, the Social Justice Fellow at the Bronfman Center. It's really hard for me to think of a first time that I was like cognizant of my Jewish identity because of like just how homogeneously Jewish my upbringing was. Like I went to a Jewish day school for like K through 12 and uh, I went to Jewish summer camp and it just kind of felt like something that was a given. So I do feel like the first time that I felt like actively Jewish in a way that was like people were perceiving me as Jewish with when I went to college. Um, and I made a semi-active effort to not have like a Jewish roommate or to like not just be like in a homogenous all the same Jewish community like I if a Jewish roommate fell into my lap and like it happened to be then that's fine but I wasn't seeking one out and I really didn't think that like my Hillel was going to be a thing for me and so um I ended up being like in this friend group from my freshman year floor that like my roommate was Catholic and um my other best friend like had come had met like maybe one Jew in her entire life and um it became the first time where I was like oh I like feel very actively Jewish in a space that um in my life Judaism was just like a given I did not um like face a lot of like anti-semitism or like like ignorance in like a negative way like people don't know things when they ask questions but they were all very like respectful or people wanted wanted to practice with me or like wanted to like do things um in regards to their identity I think it felt very much like I was simultaneously a spokesperson for Judaism and also I was like I should not be the spokesperson for Judaism <laughs> um like I don't know a lot and I'm not a rabbi and I'm not the spokesperson for Judaism so um it was like a weird line to to like walk but I also like really actively chose it when I told my um when I was looking at colleges I told my mom that I wanted to be a small fish in a really big pond um and I didn't want to be a big fish in a small pond I had done that (laughs) I had gone to a school that was 60 kids in my grade and I had 20 students in the class at all times and like I was like I don't I know what it's like to be in a small really integrated community and I wanted to go to a space where I felt like I could grow and part of growing was kind of taking an active role in my own Judaism and not just being in a homogenously Jewish space. I have never known what I wanted to do with like my future. <laughs> um, I came into college famously undeclared. Um, I like really had no idea what I wanted to do and what I wanted to major in and like I still don't know what I want to do going forward in my life um everything is getting figured out on the go i think i felt like there's so much pressure to like come in and be like i know exactly what i I need to know exactly what i want to do and i need to like follow this path and um it felt really time sensitive and it to some regards it is like you eventually will have to pick a major and eventually like have to figure out what you're passionate about but um i think i was freed i let myself be freed from the pressure of having to have a path i was able to really explore and that is so special and it's not something that a lot of people have like so many people come in and they're like i know that i want to be an engineer so they they do tandem and they become an engineer and they do their four years and they never had a chance to think like oh i want to take this like really weird class and it goes towards credit so i can still take it but um 
maybe it'll lead me somewhere. And I think I got to take so many classes in college and do so many things and really let myself think about like, what is interesting to me? What do I find fun and passionate and cool? Um, and being like undeclared, undecided is like a power that you have to do that, not a hindrance into whatever you're gonna do in college. And I spent all four of my years at, at Boston University um, working in admissions. So I, like, I was a tour guide and I worked um, uh, as our summer staff and I like spoke in sessions and um, I also like worked in our building uh, during the year and my senior year I became like the um, senior student admission, admissions representative for scheduling and training. It's a really long name, but it basically meant that I oversaw all of our student staff and I trained and scheduled them and um, I was like a really like this in-between professional moment of like I'm still a student but also like I'm in charge of other students. Um, but I really loved admissions. I really loved like kind of guiding students into what I felt was like a really formative time and guiding people into being like, okay, like you don't have to come to BU, you can go anywhere you want, but um, you should find some place that has a good fit for you. And I'm here to be a resource in what that fit looks like. And I was talking to um, Dana, who is the Springboard Fellow at BU Hillel, um, at the end of my college time and she was like and we were really close and she was like probably like you'd be really good at this job like <laughs> you really care about the world like you go through it really intentionally like you've done like the service justice things here and you've had, had a ton of leadership experience in BU in general both within Hillel and outside of it like I think you really love this job and I felt really hesitant about just like going into a higher ed career working with students actively that are in college right now because I felt like, well, I'm literally only gonna be 22. <laughs> and I had so much loss of like COVID and just like struggles of my um, college career that I was like, it's gonna be really hard to work with students. Um, and Nina was like, I think you should just apply. Like just apply, you can always say no. <laughs> you can always say no. And uh, I ended up applying um, specifically to do, like there's multiple tracks that you could do and I wanted to do like justice and service. Um, and so I applied for that track and I interviewed a few schools and I ended up loving my interviews with NYU and really like super excited about working in higher ed with students and feeling like these are some of the most formative times that like you can be a person, good and bad. And the people that made my college experience so wonderful and supported in both those positive and bad moments were my springboard fellows. And I was like, oh my God, like I get to be someone's data. And that's so special. And so it was sort of the combined of like higher education, working in admissions, being a resource and really caring intentionally for people and care is like a really primary way that I think and function and go through the world. And the Jewishness was sort of like a secondary factor to this. Like I really love being Jewish, but I'm still figuring out what's meaningful to me. Um, and so I sort of came in from a people perspective with Judaism as something that I think holds a lot of values for me, um, rather than coming in being like, oh my God, I really want to do Jewish work and people being a secondary matter for that. Something that really excited me when I got this role was that I get to kind of hold JLF um, on a staff perspective of like making it happen and recruiting for it and leading educators. And I didn't, I didn't do JLF as a student, even though they had it at my school. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like I get to, to really live like these life's big questions, like with my students, like I'm also trying to figure out what is meaningful to me and like, do I believe in God? And <laughs> like, um, 
what does it mean to keep Shabbat? And like, what does my practice look like? And it really is constantly evolving. Um, and I feel like now is a time that I get to like really take intentionality and like ownership over my Jewish identity. Um, and so as much as I'm here to like help guide students into figuring that out, I'm also just trying to figure it out. And so there is no like right, wrong way of like doing it. And like I come from a background where I went to Jewish day school for literally 13 years. And even then I don't know what my Jewish identity always means. Like some parts make a lot of sense. And sometimes I'm like, I actually don't know how to practice. So hopefully that is more comforting and not concerning. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective of the NYU Bronfman Center. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts for new episodes every Monday.